and welcome to another episode of the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla and today I am here with Sammy. Hello. And in today's episodes, we are continuing our K-Pop company reviews. And today we're going to talk about Yehua Entertainment. Woo. Yehua, so we've really reached the realization that once we hit this company, we hit like really big companies. Massive companies. Because we were like, oh, we still have a couple more to go till we hit like the big three. And then I wrote the script for Yehua and I was like, no, we're already in massive companies already. Because here's the thing with Yehua Entertainment. We know too much about this company generally. Far more than most people know about this company. Absolutely. Entirely because of our love for Unique and most of the artists in this in this company I truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this is also the fact that we watch so much produce. Every season of that produce I, that exists currently. Yep. And from that I have learned so many people. And the other fact is, I don't think a lot of people in K-pop associate Yehua with anything other than one or two groups that they know, not realizing the sheer scale of this company. There are so many people in Yehua Entertainment that people just, like, don't think are in Yehua Entertainment because Mm -hmm. it's such a, to most people in K-pop, it's such, like, an obscure company that there are, like, big artists under them that people and, just, like, have assigned to different companies in their yeah. own minds. And the other thing is what also really made us want to do the Yehua episode this year is the fact that, one, we this is a company we have a lot to say about, for one. It's a company that, in many cases, a lot of people would, like how we did with Starship and Jellyfish. Wait, no. Fantagio and Jellyfish, sorry. We would a lot of people would just combine this with another company. No, they have too much. No, to talk there about is on their own. so much this stuff a, going on in this company. It's ridiculous. And the other thing is that I know most people know Yehua now probably from Everglow. That's probably their biggest group yeah. currently that K-pop fans associate. And I've seen people put Everglow in a different company, in like Stone Music or something, in like Stone Music. And I'm like, no, which is really they, a company. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that a company? Who knows? But also, no, they're just not. Yeah. So to give a little background, um, we're not going to super go into the history of Yehua Entertainment. That would take five years. And also, our series is only based around us talking about how they manage their own groups, not how they managed everything else going on. The other thing is that since Yehua is a Chinese company, a lot of their groups are Chinese and only did activities in China. So the actual us being able to talk about how they manage them in China is very difficult because there's only China. so much information we can get, and they're in China. The so, reason we are talking about say? them is because they have a lot of those members like have been seen on Korean survival shows. Ever, trust me, there are a lot of Yehua artists that are just not here because you K-pop K-pop fans have never heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of them. K-pop fans have never heard of them. Every single group we are talking about has at least one to two members that you that a K-pop fan can be familiar with. Mm-hmm. Or like every or at least every like all with. of all of the the C-pop specific groups we're talking about have at least a one or two direct connections to actual to K-pop. K-pop. Other and than just like being in Yehua Entertainment. They have done yeah. things in Korea. They so have, they, you are likely, someone out there, if you're into, really into K-pop, them. will know about them. Exactly. So I'm just going to read the disclaimer we put up here. Yehua Entertainment is mainly a Chinese entertainment company. They have a lot of influence in China and are big three status in China. We will get to specific examples of this because I because they relate to these groups. But when you look at how that company is perceived in Korea as opposed to how they are perceived in China, they are big three status. They have Yehua family concerts in China. Like, they are massively popular and massively influential there. Uh, they also have a Korean, uh, South Korean branch, which obviously does not have the same level of influence. We're covering the specific... Everyone you... Everyone is related to K-pop. We could go on for another three hours just talking about the artists they have under their China-specific uh, branch of their company. Because also, there's a lot of them because they're a massive entertainment company. 
So do you want to begin with our first artist? One that yep. I haven't thought about in years. Yep. So our first artist in Yahoo Entertainment is Han Gang, formerly of Super Junior M. So in Han- 2010, after he had left Super Junior M and terminated his contract with SM Entertainment, he signed under Yahoo Entertainment, and he is still there, and that's where he promotes. Yeah, and like he's doing a lot. He he's is done- mainly just in China. Yeah, again, he like does he doesn't do singles. anything in K-pop really, but he was mm-hmm. in Super Junior M. So, and now he yeah. just does like C-pop stuff and whatever. And he's extremely popular in China. Like he does a bunch of shows. He's judging shows. He's doing a bunch of singles. It's good. I mean, honestly, he. What I will say for Han Yang is that he was the first first uh i believe was it just foreign idol or specifically chinese idol um i believe he was the first chinese he's at very minimum the first chinese idol in k-pop mistakes nope so in fact the the literal first chinese idol sues sm for mistreatment and leaves in 2010 and then then that's going to continue to happen multiple more times (laughs) in the future Mm -hmm. Yep. It happened multiple times. And really, the only thing SM changed was that they found better lawyers, so they won the lawsuits. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, honestly, they keep him working. They keep him doing a lot of stuff. I mean, he's stuff. been there for 12 years now. So he's been like, there for 12 years. I'm, he's still a celebrity yeah. in China. Honestly, I don't know if there's much more to... I mean, he's clearly happy just, like, being allowed to, like have his promotions and everything there so i don't think he was on street days of china four or three i forget which season he was on but the man was a was a dance instructor on street dance of china three the man is still working quite regularly all right so the next group we have is a group we talk about often a lot often we will never let their memory die is unique so Unique debuted in 2014 as five members with their song Falling in Love. It was not a success. <laughs> uh, they would go on to do more songs that were... Looking back, it's very difficult to understand how the perception of Unique now. Because it's so hard to figure out, like, were they Nugu Were they just, like, middling K-pop stars? Because I don't think they were ever, like truly unpopular right it was just that they were not like massive or even they were mid-tier i would say k-pop and then they proceeded to have this hiatus and then explode so uh separately first separately uh we're gonna go through each member of unique individually it's impossible to go through unique in like a chronological timeline so like doing it member by member is just way easier because the fact of the matter is unique as a group did not have that much um they had a debut and they had one comeback and that was it and then they did like the penguins of madagascar and then they had the penguins of madagascar there was another, like, random cartoon song that they did as well, but I don't that remember too. what it was. That too. They did a bunch of soundtracks. They did... Oh, we, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Spongebob the movie. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly, the the two songs most people see them, Falling in Love and then Iwi was right after. They would proceed to do a bunch of other songs, like uh, smaller songs, more fan songs, and then... They would go on to do more uh, soundtracks. They did, like, a New Year's thing. None of this was extremely popular. Uh, So I think, really, their last thing they ever did was they did a new... So EUE was 2015. That is... That, Love Again, and Best Friend, all of that was 2015. That is sort of the last pure comeback they ever did. The last song they ever did was a New Year... A 2017 New Year's song. And that's it. And then we would go on to have nothing from Unique again, and they would go on to do solo projects that would give them a lot significantly more. more success. Yeah. So unfortunately, because it's been like six years, 
we do have to go through each member individually. This might be the first and only time we do I this. I think it's the only time also because there are only five members. It's easy to just go through each one of them at a time. Yeah. But, like, we, like it's like, would it be necessary for us to do this for, like, any other group? Uh, no. Because also most other groups you can talk about as a collective. And it's not that difficult to talk about the management and no one else group. has like like has solo activities that deviate from group activities like as much as Unique does. Fair enough, because the 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 thing with Unique is that it's not even that we could talk about them collectively because they've come back together. No. They haven't yet. They, have, they could have not please. done that. You could. I think you should. You can please go on, but they haven't. So uh, let's go through this. Also, um. It is one of the only groups where as we are going down, because this is in age order, as we're going down, you will see them get- It really is more... an increase in popularity. <laughs> it really is. We're, it's not even that we leave you in suspense. Age left you in suspense. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, Zhao Jiyoung is the oldest member of Unique. He is Chinese. In 2017, he went on Rap of China. He also did a solo debut in China that same year. And then in 2018 he went on the survival show all for one and won first place debuting in the boy group new storm in 2019 now uh all for one is a so we talked so much about produce in a bunch of other episodes but uh produce 101 has destroyed how k-pop how k-pop how asian music variety shows are done because this is also like a produce not style. I can't find this show anywhere. I couldn't watch any of it. I've tried. I remember us trying to find it, like, back when we were doing the produce episodes. It's, like, pretty impossible it, to find just things about that show and the group it's generally. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. New Storm is fine. And Jen, because it's also called All for One, which is not the best phrase to have to just look up. And so it's, like, produce styled nothing to do with produce not even that we consider a produce ripoff like idol producer but like just produce ripoff show that just aired and that did, made this group and that i cannot tell how popular this group was i think they did fine but c-pop groups are never made to last even when they're permanent and this mm -hmm. was a temporary group in a so weird then, way like I, it's almost like temporary groups are like better for c-pop oh absolutely all permanent groups might as well just be temporary groups, but because yeah. they're, like, but it's, like, I feel like less, it's almost, like, less effort and, like, promotions are given to permanent groups than they are temporary yeah. groups. So it's almost because, better for your career to yeah. be in a temporary group. Because at least with a temporary group, there is no pretending that this is forever. Like, they, they know that they only got to put money in for X amount of time. And because there's a time limit on it, like, while you're in there, you are given, like, as much resources and, like, promotions, yeah. like, as they can fit in that I time mean, period anyway. Let's be honest. It happens the same way with um, Korean groups, with the Korean produces, where the temporary groups are mainly filled with solo stands who are going to follow this group forever. Or follow the, the person that they want while they're in the group and then forever after that and not particularly care that much about everybody else. That's why you see such a disparity between produce, post-produce groups. Some of them do extremely well, some of them do not. And it's be mainly because people just followed, like, the one to two people they liked and not necessarily every member of the group. Mm -hmm. And then in C-pop, they sort of have taken that and that is sort of the the mantra here you go on this and even the group is for your solo promotion most of these people post these groups do not end up going to a different group they just do solo they do solo music or they do acting most of the chinese survival of shows are used as more of like a resume booster for like someone's solo career than they are anything else where that's like mm -hmm. definitely not as much the case whereas if in korean survival shows i a lot of the people who go on there do want to debut in a k-pop group eventually yeah. They're not so going on there to, like, boost their own, like, solo acting or whatever sort of tangential career. But that's more so the case mm -hmm. in Chinese shows. Yeah. So he did that. Then we have uh, Kim Sungju, who was, I believe, the Korean leader of Unique. He enlisted in March of 2020 and was discharged in September of 2021. 
he has done some minor acting work in like different really shows. really minor acting. Minor acting work. But that's about it. Yeah. I hope he does well. Maybe we'll he's get He's, like, the member back. of Unique who has been, like, lost the most. Like, he has yeah. really done the least out of all of everybody here. I know. I want more from him. The thing also with this is that all of these members are still in Unique. We haven't, we haven't gotten They're official disbandment of Unique. Because I also, also don't think Unique is at contract renewal yet. So, that's we haven't gotten, like, disbandment I mean, or, like, contract termination would yet. have actually put them about now. It's this year. Yeah. But we haven't heard anything from it. So then, that's that's him, really. Uh, Lee Wen, Wen Han would go on to be on uh, Youth With You Series 1, which is the unofficial produce. So that would be the sequel to Idol Producer. And he placed first and debuted in U9. So good for him. Then after U9 ended, because all of these groups are, have the shortest shelf life in China, uh, he debuted solo in China in 2021. I think he's doing pretty well for himself in China. All of the Chinese members of Unique doing very well. Yeah. He's done a bunch of uh, solo stuff. He's done a bunch of, uh, what's it called? Television shows. Like, he does acting he does variety shows, a lot of variety shows. So, I, honestly, he's doing quite well. Unique is, that's, and he has two, um, he has an EP. Good for him. Then we get to the big ones. So, Woods. Or, as he went, <laughs> it's so weird to call him by his real name. I know. It's really it bizarre. Feels, yeah, I look at it and I'm like, who? And I'm like, ah. So, uh, Cho Sung Yoon, which is his real name and what he went by in Unique. Mm -hmm. He did not go by a stage name in Unique. And then, even I think when he debuted Solo. It was a different name. It was a different name. And then he went by Woods. He didn't start using Woods post. until 2018. Yeah. I also don't think he went by Woods on Produce, did he? No, you're not allowed to use a stage name on Korean Produce. Oh, yeah, you're not. I forget. Yeah, so he would, even in X1, he went by his real name. So, like, really, it's only, I would say really only post-X1 did he go start going fully by Woods. So, in 2016, he went on Show Me the Money 5 and was eliminated early. Because, um, also He's not remember really a rapper. Woods, <laughs> Woods was a rapper. <laughs> but also, remember, in Unique, he was a rapper. He was, which like, is used wild. to be a rapper. X1, well, he was also kind of a rapper. <laughs> which is also weird. Um... And then in 2016, he also made his solo Korean debut under, uh, oh god, uh, Luzi. In 18, he switched his stage name to Woods. In 2019, he went on Produce X, finished fifth, and debuted an X1. X1 then was a, uh, X1 lasted then one month, exactly. One month. You know, you were watching a train crash. Mm-hmm. And then he went under Woods fully and has been putting out some of the best solo music in K-pop. I don't know what else to tell you. Mm -hmm. Amazing. He's so good. And also, as we'll go into, he's done a lot of work with so many of these other artists, too. A lot. A lot of overlap between Woods and the other members of Yale Entertainment. Soma. And just the other members of K-pop. Mm-hmm. Just the other, everything else in this industry has just been influenced by Woods and Yehu Entertainment. Uh, he has so, produced songs for a lot of, like, really random people and groups. Yeah. It's weird. So, then we have the final member, the, the man, youngest member. The man, the myth, member, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend, if you know from us, uh, Wang Yibo, who uh, was in Unique. Then was also doing a bunch of work in China at the time as well before he, uh, while Unique was still happening, like, he hosted a bunch of shows. He was in Day Day Up since 2016. He'd been doing that show for years. Then in 2018, he would host Produce China 101. That is the first, uh, official season of Chinese Produce, which is a different show than the show Use that, with uh, you. Than Youth With You, where then his other bandmate was in. <laughs> yeah. It is associated with produce 
Korean produce because it's still the same entertainment company. So from there, he was still, he was more involved with that because we will get to it at the end, but we have an entire section about Yehua Entertainment and the produce series. Because it's, 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 it's very extensive and it's more it's than extensive. any other company has been involved in the produce series. Yep. Uh, and then in 2019, he would, uh, the Untamed would be released and he would become a megastar. His star would have eclipsed everything else from this group. He is now massively successful. He has done a bunch of other extremely well-known dramas. He has a bunch of dramas and movies set for release. He is uh, judged like three seasons of Street Dance of China. Mm -hmm. I think it's three and four and he's going to be on five. He has done a bunch of variety shows. He is just an icon. He is one of China's biggest stars currently. I know. It's wild. So that's the story of you. Un- that's the tale of Unique. Mm-hmm. And how do we feel about the Yehua management? Because honestly, I am shocked how well they turned It's this really group shocked from going to like an essentially like nothing K pop group to like some of the biggest stars in China and one of the most popular male soloists in K pop. So it's that's honestly what I'm saying. like wild how this happened. I know. It's insane to me. I mean, I think that a lot of it is luck and all the other stuff, but I do think that there is a way that at the very least they could have just taken Woods and Wang Yibo and that would have been like let the other ones by the wayside but like they tried with everybody everybody had everyone was they tried with everybody everyone managed to get somewhat of success I and don't there's really like know everyone who went on a survival do. show won that survival show yeah, two of them got too. first place on the survival what? show they went on so and then Woods got fifth place which in produce X is no small feat mm-hmm. considering he came from a no name company no name of you know no one cared about no one entertainment in in k-pop so yeah plus the fact that by that point he was already like i feel like produce tends to skew younger especially with their winners yeah what's one pretty old pretty old he was pretty old for being on produce x yeah we would have he's our age so he's my exact age which is he is also weird um so yeah, he would have been ex- he would have been like what twenty two? Yeah, How that's old on the we? older side. That is. So yeah, honestly, I think that they managed to turn this group. Because could you imagine if Unique was together now? That would have been. Sad. I don't know what I like if Unique were to have a comeback now. I have no idea what that would look like or what to expect. It would also feel pretty weird seeing it them would. all together again. But like, would I be ecstatic for it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that was unique. Honestly, wild to me. They turned that around quite well. Yep. Our next group in Yay Entertainment is really only a fraction of a group. Um, it's like three twelfths? Not three thirteenths of a group. Three thirteenths what of per- a group. What percentage is that? <laughs> uh, three thirteenths. Uh, about 23% of a group. It's 23% of a group. So this is um, WJSN. Um, with Starship collaboration. So this is only going to be talking about Cheng Zhao, Meikui, and Wan Yi because those are the only three members of WJSN who are under Yehua Entertainment specifically. For as much as people are very interested in the fact of like WJSN and Starship Entertainment, that they don't have these three members, guess what? Those three members were never Starships to begin with. Those three members are also um, incredibly more successful on their own. Um, oh, absolutely. Than WJSN is in a whole group, so. Yeah. We'll get to I there. don't think they have any any need to go back to WJSN, nor do they want to, because they have massive, all three of them have massive careers in China and are doing way better oh, yes. than WJSN could be doing as a group, so. Oh, yes. So, in 2016, they three of them debuted in WJSN with the other members of WJSN who are under Starship. In 2018 is really when we get the split from Starship and WJSN, and they're never going to come back. They're going to split, and they're really, once this happens, they are not coming back to WJSN. Not, at this th- point. I believe that there are, like, moments where they are, like, still, re- in the beginning, referenced and still brought up, and, like, they're, yeah. like, 
almost what's like a quote guest appearance, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then I believe now currently, I don't even think they mention them anymore. I think Starship is just continuing on with WJS and as if these three were never in the group to begin with. And honestly, like it doesn't really matter. But especially considering the fact that they never officially left they haven't they are still technically on hiatus from wjsn it's a long ass hiatus considering it's a longer hiatus than, four than years when they were now? there yeah they were in wjsn for two years they've been on hiatus for four years so exactly um so 2018 two different things are gonna happen first bakley and wanyi are gonna go on to produce china i think bakley wins that and then both of them debut into Rocket Girls. At the same time, Cheng Zhao is going to be a mentor on Idol Producer. Idol Producer, the ripoff, um, plagiarized version of Produce. Produce yep. China that 101, would get sued, the official Produce. But also nothing would happen because that show would go on to just rebrand to Youth With You. Yep. Have essentially the same concept and continue on for like three more seasons until it inevitably became the downfall of produce in China. Yep, yep. Please go watch our produce, our youth with you three episode. If yeah, you want to know. Yes. More. That's the one where we talk about just the general and like the, survival shows. In China. Yeah. How, because of that show, there are no more produce style survival shows in China because the government was like, no, the more. government put an end to it. Yeah. So yeah, even from this point, you'll notice that Cheng Zhao yeah, so Chang Zhao is going to be a mentor on a show past. while Meikli and Wanyi are going to go on participate in now the show. Now at this point, I think they're all of their popularity they're pretty similar is more now. similar. They're more similar, but at the beginning, sure. Chang Zhao was so greatly pushed in China that she was constantly. She was also pretty greatly pushed was, in Korea when they she was in WJSN. She was like very much I one mean, of the more popular girl, members. Like, I will say this about her. She's a star, man. She is. Like, she really knows how to... She's fun. She's funny. She can do variety. She's a good... We'll get to it, because I have all their acting work here, because they're fucking constantly acting now. And they're... um, She's a star. Chang Zhao has some, like, really famous, like, um, Idol School Athletic Championship, like, rhythm gymnastic yeah. performances. And I don't, like I think, is one of the first rhythm gymnastics performance yeah. on, on that show. Mm -hmm. Which, good for her. Um, so, yeah, after that point, once uh, Mei Kli and Wan Yi debut into Rocket Girls, there's going to be a whole thing with Starship and WJSN as if they're going to be in the group or not. And, like, a whole bunch yep. of stuff happens there. Mm -hmm. And... That's is really at this point they are going to leave WJSN and they're never going to go back. Essentially, in 2019, Makeley um solo debuts, and in 2021, Chang Zhao will solo debut. In 2021, um, Wan Yi is going to go on to Stage Boom. Does pretty poorly on Stage Boom, but a lot of people did pretty poorly on Stage Boom. It's only really her and Pinky that do except exactly like, exceptionally the two people bad that on K-pop would know are do pretty poorly on stage boom. Yeah, Yuki. I don't know. Yuki why. did great though. Yuki did amazing. I loved Yuki on that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also these girls would go on to be massively successful actresses. Like, um, uh, Kui was in uh, Jade Dynasty one. They are all in like they're all getting main roles in shows which is great um shang zhao probably has done the most acting she has been in legend of awakening world of fantasy falling into your smile lie to love she's got like three different shows on the horizon and then shen yi uh did dolo consonant and sweet teeth which i like both of them and also she has a screenwriting credit in a movie called look into his world oh that's interesting which also stars uh, little ghost. So fun. <laughs> Her and little ghost are the leads in that. Um, so honestly, they're doing great. Thriving, if you will. Mm-hmm. So is that all for our That's WJSN for, girls? Yeah, the three. All right. So next 23% of WJSN. 23% of WJSN. Next we have next the group. Next spelled uh, with a seven, though. Next well, spelled with a seven because there's seven of them, so there's no T. It's a seven. Uh, if you've never heard of them, it's they're they're a pure C-pop group. Uh, the you have seen some of them before. You have though. seen two of them. 
Because in 2017, Justin and Theo would go on to produce 101 Season 2, Korea. And the thing with them is that you you have seen them because in the... Really, it's mainly the replay performance. Yeah. Justin the is like the star of that replay performance. Justin is truly the star of that performance. He is the best part of that performance. Mm-hmm. It's the replay performance where they're all dressed in pink. And they look essentially. like hella, the hella cute boy who's the center is Justin. The hella cute boy with the, ki- the like, hat so that's the cute. center. And then the other kid that has the suspenders. Mm-hmm. Justin that's has Justin the hat. Theo. Theo has the Theo suspenders. Theo also he, went on to produce 101 season two under the name Zhu Zhengting. So that's like which is his what real he would have been. Yeah, there. Yeah, Zhu Zhengting. You see him far less. He's the one that actually does the front flip or the back flip. I forget. Uh, yeah, I think song, he does. A, yeah, he does like a flip of some type. Yeah, that's really the performance that you would have seen them in. They would have done like I think Justin's one other in the Shape of You performance. I don't remember somewhere. Where else Theo is, if he's around or not. I'm not sure. He might not But they didn't do particularly great. I still love Justin, though. I love Justin. Mm-hmm. People loved Justin when he was on that show because yes, he was adorable. He was, ador- he was adorable. <laughs> I mean, the other thing. He's going to make a hard switch to going from adorable to like a ra- just a rapper like in a year. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. He would go on to do uh, both of them. All the members of Next would go on to Idol Producer in 2018. So Idol Producer is the first season of uh, the Youth With You series. If we're keeping track, this is the show that Chang Zhao's a mentor on. That's the show that Chang Zhao's a mentor on. And that's the show where the next season, uh, Lee Wenhan would go on to win first. Yes. So that's the that's the timeline we're following it's a here, timeline which is different than attention. the timeline where uh, Meikui and Shenyi are on the same season that Wang Yi Bo is a mentor. Yes, that's a on. different that's different, a different version show. of produce because there are two concurrent produce essentially produce series in China at the same Airing time. At the same time, one of them is officially licensed produce, and the one other of them one is, is plagiarized produce. Essentially. Um, what else we got? Um, so from there, three members, um, uh, Chen, uh, Chen Chen, uh, Justin and Theo would debut in the group 9%. 9% is a temporary group that lasted a year and then that would be finished. In 2018, they also, that's when the official, that's when the next, also next Yeah, that's debuted. the official actual next debut. And then in 2020, they had, like, a weird half-Korean debut that was released by Stone Music with an animated video with Korean subtitles. I believe I don't all know the what members I didn't of know Next, what that was, but yeah, it, I'm not I sure. remember it happening. Yeah. Uh, all the members of Next, I believe, are Korean-trained. Or at the very least, Theo and Justin were. Because I vividly remember yes. in Idol Producer, the first, like... This is when you you realize that Yehu Entertainment has power. It's because when they are coming into Idol Producer set up exactly like a Korean produce. They come in and they essentially are they come into in that company room with by all company. of the, like the like 101 seats on a pyramid type thing. It's like the exact identical same. This is why that show got sued. For like 80% plagiarism. 80% plagiarism. Like, uh, but you look at it, and they treat Yehua coming in like it is JYP. Like, Justin like and Theo are walk into the room, and they are separate. Cele- they are celebrities. They are celebrities because they all, one, they are remembered from Produce Season 2. They don't, they cannot mention it by name. But they mention that they are foreign trained, and that they are, um... They were on a show before this. Mm-hmm. They cannot mention it by name, but they do. And then the rest of the members come in. Yes. Which is what also puts me in like a weird space of are they all foreign trained or was it just Justin and right, Theo? Right, right. I'm not also, sure. Also, um, to clarify, uh, Idol Producer was, uh, it scored 88% plagiarism. Plagiarism. Ah, yes. It was an identical show. Yeah. It is, trust me, there are more elements of produce in Idol Producer than there are on Produce China 101. Easily. I'm going to put it out there. Easily. Easily. Having watched all the seasons, but also, uh, I highly recommend, if you've never seen a produce season, only watch Idol Producer. That is the only one you need to see. Trust me on that. Yes. 
trust me on that. But yes, next is now mainly all doing solo work. Uh, Justin is a regular on variety shows. I have the list here, and oh my god, you got uh. Just just when he's on a regular, I'm I count at least like fifteen. He's on the Great Escape. He's on the Great Wall. He's on the there's what surf. I forget what that one's called. Uh, Go Fishing Season Seven, <laughs> which is just a bunch of games. China trending. Go fighting. He's on so many different shows that it's insane. Uh, Theo, I know, uh, debuted as a solo artist and then also was in, he's in a drama, a drama I couldn't watch about ice skating, which is fun. And then, uh, Fan Chen Chung is actually in, I believe, uh, a show with Shang Zhao where they played the leads together, which is also very cute. So yeah, no, they're doing fine. Mainly as soloists, but they're doing fine. It's really, um, in the C-pop realm, like, the group activities is kind of just meant as, like, a like a pushing-off point, point for everyone else's solo careers. Because it's, like, it's not even, those three are definitely the most notable. But At like, least a, for us. Yeah, but a lot of the other members of Next are just doing, doing their own solo work and, like, thriving doing that as well, so. Yeah. Like, there is absolutely nothing going on with next as a collective group yeah like next like However, doesn't make music but that's not a bad thing for any of the no, members of next that's not a bad thing for c-pop because that's sort of how c-pop that's kind of how c-pop works like you release a couple songs like for a couple years and that's really all you get as a c-pop group yep and that and you're lucky if you get that oh yeah you maybe get one to two songs and that's it for most of them so yeah and then they'll figure out who is the more popular one and go from there mm-hmm all right, we're going to come back to Korea now, finally. Woo. Because um, we're going to get Everglow, which is definitely the most notable of, like, Yehua's Korean artists for, like, most K-pop bands. So, in 2016, um, Shihyun will participate on Produce 101, Season 1, the original. And then in 2018, Shihyun um, and Yirin will go on to Produce 48. Neither of them will win, although Yirin does pretty well and then in 2019 the two of them will debut in everglow with the rest of the members and everglow does pretty well as a group yeah everglow like, is one of the more good. notable um k-pop girl groups right now yeah everyone i like everglow the thing with everglow is everglow is also partially why we did this because no one remembers everglow is also in yahoo entertainment i know <laughs> which is wild yeah and Honestly, like, there and also it's like because it's like we're making now a hard switch from C-pop back to K-pop. They don't do a lot is, of solo activities, but as a group, they are thriving, which is yeah. really what Again, you want in uh, the K-pop realm. In the K-pop realm, yeah. yeah, because that's the thing is I do think Yehua is actually pretty good at keeping doing what the market they are in is good at. They do not try to use the K-pop method in C-pop. They do not try to use the C-pop method in K-pop. Mm -hmm. they're just they're trying to do what is going to be the best for their group and like be have longevity yeah they don't have like as i guess regular comebacks as some people would like i guess but i don't think that's bad for them no i mean they have not had a comeback for a little bit this year it's been, their last comeback was in december so it's been yeah. a little bit now so it's been a little bit now but like nothing off the rail because they are also like three years old at this point right they are older than i think a lot of people realize now yeah and they do have pretty regular comebacks they do and they, they like, are around they have like regularly one, they've like won a music show and they do really well internationally as well so it's like nothing about their career has been bad so far yeah they also like i haven't had any real major scandals either so no I mean, the most major scandal that Everglow's ever had is that people were upset that it was it was starting to turn into one member. Oh, Mia over, and Mia friends, and yeah. The, Mia and the Pips. Mm-hmm. Which it's but that's like a people just like that's at. like what people find stuff to complain about when there's nothing else to complain about is like yeah that's like kind of like what there happens. are no actual yeah there are no real scandals right. here. 
And they like they like switched leaders, I know, but that's not really a scandal. That was like no. nothing wrong happened with that. That was just like they no, decided no one's to that switch upset. leaders, yeah. So next we have uh Name, which is another C pop group. So in twenty, this is really the one where I will say most K-pop fans probably do not have any connection to Name, mm-hmm. but it's fine. So in they debuted uh, in twenty nineteen, Zihan and Ruhyun went on Youth with You two. Now Youth with You two is still in the realm of the idol producer Shang Zhao, Justin Theo. Wen Han, yeah. that, that side of produce. Yes. And then their other member, uh, Jaja, is a former member of Nature, which, Ken, uh, K-pop girl group Nature, uh, where her stage name was Gaga. Honestly, I didn't realize that Nature had disbanded. Um, I don't know if they did had disband. They disbanded, I think she, she, just, I think she just left. Ah. Well, they have about like two comebacks. They had a sh- they had a pre debut show. Like they're they're treating them pretty well. They, For a C pop group, they have decent amount of content. Yeah, they like just debuted too, so it's yeah. like there's not a lot. They haven't had a lot of time to do anything either. Yeah. They've done a bunch of covers though. That's fun. I found that they have a cover of Pirate. They have a cover of Pretty Savage by Blackpink. They have two songs already, which for a C-pop That's group pretty is good. pretty good. They're like not even a year debuted yet, so. Yeah. So, like, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's them. Honestly, I think they're doing pretty well with them in terms of uh, C-pop. I don't know how their reception is because it's impossible Again, to yeah, know as Americans. Hard unless, because it's like the other C-pop groups we talked about have, like, done other activities and, like, have like separate careers so it's easier to sort of gauge the success but for them it's like you don't really know yet because they're so new still mm-hmm. so going back to korea we then have choyana people probably also forget she's in yahoo entertainment i forget she's in yahoo entertainment sometimes yep so in 2018 she will go on produce 48 with urine and Jihan. she will win and she will debut an ice one and she's Yay. there for two and a half years she recently solo debuted um this year in like uh January in twenty twenty two. Extremely well. Very well. Very good soloist. One of my favorite new female I love soloists. Her. So a lot of people thought they were gonna put her in Everglow, but they did not. I thought they were gonna put I, her in Everglow. We also if I'm being yeah, we honest. thought she was gonna get put into Everglow. But, but you know what? She makes a great soloist. She does it so good as a soloist, and she's like very unique as well. Um, mm-hmm. I really like her solo music. She's having so much fun. She's gonna have a comeback. By the time this comes out, I think the comeback she will, will be have out. had a second comeback by the time this episode comes out. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say it's probably right gonna be now. Good. I think it'll be good. It sounds. I good. cannot speak for certain, but who who knows? Ninety mm-hmm. percent sure it'll be good. Honestly, I love what they're doing with her because she is so fun. She's doing exactly what she should be doing. Yeah. Not what, like... Because also, she sounds so different than every other Yehua anything. Oh, yeah. She doesn't... Like, she, that's like, she, why I forget now, she's it's there. Like, now, seeing what concept she's doing for solo debut, it's like, yeah, it's good she didn't get put into Everglow, because Everglow oh was my doing God, a yes. completely separate thing. Yep. So that's her. Honestly, there's not much to say, because... No, because like, she just debuted. She and, just like, debuted. She was in Eyes 1, and then she debuted solo, so... Yeah, Yehua really has put out a bunch of debuts very quickly, one right after the other. A lot of survival show winners in Yehua Entertainment. Yeah, well, fine, I feel like Yehua does the best at survival shows of anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then lastly, we have Tempest. Tempest, the newest Yehua group. Tempest, the newest Yehua group, which is wild because Yenna also debuted this year, but yeah, we still got already... Two. already <laughs> Already, and then, she's a and Sunday. And was in, like, December of 2021. December so like of last year, yeah. three people right in a row. Yeah. So, in 2017, Hyun Sub and Lu uh, would go on to produce 101 Season 2. They debuted as a duo of Hyun Sub and Ung um, Wang, which is interesting, because, again, I hate that you cannot go with a stage name out of produce. I think it's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Uh, in 2018... Well, to be fair, he didn't have that stage name until Until Tempest. now. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, 
Huarong under the name Song Jiwon would produce would go on to under nineteen, obviously not win that. And then in twenty twenty, Hanbin competed in Island, where he didn't win, stayed there for a little bit. Everybody assumed they were gonna debut him solo, but in twenty twenty one he left B Lift to sign under Yehua. And then in twenty twenty two, uh they debuted all together as Tempest. I like Tempest. I do a too. Lot. They are also very different than a lot of uh, K-pop boy groups. As we we've like as we term we coined the term male teen crush in the male teen crush. debut um, video because like that's the what thing with it is that we can't call it teen crush because female teen that's... crush and male teen crush are completely different. Because using the term just teen crush almost like it like assumes that teen it's a cr- female. That too, but also female teen crush is giving wiki mickey mm-hmm. male teen crush doesn't sound like that yeah it sounds different male teen crush is just like it's fun it's fun it's, it's bright it's colorful time. yeah but they're not cute school boys right but they're not bad boys but they're also not adults we're just having a so fun we're teen. having a fun time as like teens is what we're male fun teen teens crush. having yeah. a fun teen time it's so hard to figure out what that concept it's is. It's funny because think... it's like half of this group are on the older side too. So they it's are. funny that we call it Teen Crush when it's like, you had something really long run, Purdue season two, which was like a long ass yeah. time ago now. It was forever ago. That that was five years yeah. ago at this point. <laughs> Let me go look up, I'm going to look up the ages of Tempest members because now that I'm curious, because they're definitely not, a lot of them are not teens. No, they're not. Hanbin is not a teen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Specifically. We're in like early twenties for a lot of them, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not too that's not bad to be doing a teen crush concept. Yeah, their youngest member is twenty, and then their oldest is like only like twenty three, twenty four. So yeah, early that's good. 20s. I mean, it's a very close together aged group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're th- the thing with Yehua. Now that we've gone through all of their groups, is all of I mean, taking out WJSN because Yehua it's has like, nothing to it's do like, with WJSN. And, and it's just like, it's really, it's three solo females who it's have gone on to do females. acting, really. But looking at from Next to Everglow to Name to Yenna to Tempest, even to Unique back when they were together, which that was years ago. All of these groups are very different. So different. And I can understand why, especially with because there is a lot of interaction between all of the Chinese Yehua members. Like, especially you constantly see Shang Zhao interact with people like Justin and Wang Yibo, and that's always a constant interaction that we see happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Those three specifically, because I think they do so much variety shows. Yeah, that makes they sense. They go on variety shows together a lot. And that's really fun. There's a lot of interaction with the Chinese members of, the, of Yehua. With the Korean members, if I'm not pointed out that Everglow, Yenna, and Tempest are the same group. Yeah. I don't remember. We also, we, there's also, no- the, we've talked about there's this very weird disconnect we have where we're like, I am fully aware that Woods isn't unique. But it's like, I always forget that Woods is in Yehua Entertainment. It's yes. like, it's like yes. I know that he's in unique, but for some reason, the secondary step to Woods is in Yehua Entertainment is like, always like, I forget about Wild. that. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to to look at it like that because that's the same thing with Yenna is that I know Yenna, I know that everybody was going to put Yenna in Everglow. That was the rumor for forever. Mm-hmm. And then I, that, I'm like, then by association, she's under Yehua Entertainment because that's right. the only way she was going to be in Everglow. Mm-hmm. But I also like that what I will give uh, Yehua is that they give concepts to every single one of their groups. And those concepts fit them. And it's not entirely based on what is popular at the time. Because if it was, Tempest would be making noise music. Yeah. And it's not. And Tempest, it's like noise I don't adjacent. Want, Tempest makes really good male teen crush music. Male teen crush. Yeah. And like, Yenna is not doing what every... I mean, soloists have a little bit more freedom to figure out a concept. But no one sounds like Yenna right now. Yeah. Even Woods. Woods is able to just do whatever the hell this man wants, I think. Because Mm -hmm. if you even compare it to what he did last year, this year has been entirely different. This year he's giving a little Mm -hmm. more MGK, which we love. Yep. 
So we so wanted we to want- end this episode with the produce roundup of Yahoo Entertainment just because- to really nail in the... <laughs> Nail in the coffin coffin of how much Yahoo Entertainment is involved in this franchise, and it's literally all over the place. Considering that it's insane, somehow they managed to play... There are seasons of this show where Yahoo Entertainment is sending... Because at some point, I think because because Youth With You had two male seasons in a row, somehow both seasons of Youth With You and Produce and Chwang, really that's what that became would go on to have same gendered seasons starting around season two and yeah the two season twos of twang 2019 and youth with you the, everything from there would go on to be same gendered so i feel they Yehua had to pick was able one to, they yes they had to pick one show they had or to the pick other one. so that's the only reason they haven't been on all produced seasons yeah. Because they don't have enough trainees to divide them where it's, like, one and two. That just didn't feel correct. The only seasons they haven't been on are the two seasons of Japan, because obviously they haven't sent anyone to Japan. And then it's Chuang 2019, 2020, and 2021. So the three Chuang, where they had to pick to send kids to, like, one or the other. Because before they were going they sent their female trainees to produce 101 china yeah and they sent the male trainees to idol producer right but once they started having same gender seasons it's like they had to pick one or the other yeah they so. can't just keep sending that mm-hmm. which is wild that china had same gender two same gendered seasons that makes it like even dumber series like it's just like it's why so are dumb. we doing that uh it's wild all right so to start off the produce roundup, going back to 2016, produce 101, the original in Korea. It's where we get um, the first person of Yay Entertainment, where Shihyun of Everglow participates in that. Uh-huh. In 2017, um, produce 101 season two Korea, Justin, Theo, Hyunsup, and Uiwang all participate on that. 2018, mm-hmm. we get Idol producer, where all the members of Next participate. Justin, Theo, Fan, Chang, Chang, Win. Chang Zhao is a mentor on that show, and Woods produces It's Okay, which is one of the finale songs of that show. Woods also would go on to produce a bunch of songs for 9%, also would produce a bunch of songs for Next, yeah, and just a bunch of songs for every- Woods does a lot a of music of production for I, like Chinese like branch of Yeho Entertainment. Woods does a lot of mm-hmm. random music production or all around. 2018, we also have produced China 101, where May Queen Wan, we participate and win, and Wang Yibo is the mentor is host mentor. on that show. In 2018, we also get produced 48, um, where Yiren and Yana partic- participate, and Yana wins that show. 2019, we get Youth with You 1, where Wen Han participates and wins first place on that. First place. Uh, 2019, we get produced X, where Woods participates and wins that show. 2020, we get Youth of You 2, where um, Jihan and Rohang of Name participate. And then in 2021, we get Youth with You 3. This is a member we have not talked about because he is a trainee. His name is JoJo, but he is a Yehua Entertainment trainee. He participates and wins that show. So he is yeah, in the so winning Yeah, and so he is there. in, uh, what is that into, show? What is that? No, not in, Into One. No, not Into One, the other one. X, IX Form. Uh, yeah, X form. I X whatever the which is also whatever. called I X form. Yeah. Technically, it's I X form, but X form. It's nine. Yeah. Uh, also, there are other trainees that would go on to a few of these seasons. We're only that mentioning specifically only the ones who win that you know really? and the winners. Yeah. The, yeah. The and also JoJo and JoJo. the only person we cared about that series. Yep. I love JoJo. JoJo also kind of had like an additional hosting career before he even went on Youth with You three. So he was like and kind also of had already... an entire hosting career while on Youth yeah, with so You three. Yeah, so he's like already like a mini celebrity while he was going. Yeah, on that he show. was there as a mini celebrity and also. So they would just give him hosting roles. He hosted. He hosted every single game they played because that was just his career. Yep, he was good at it. Yes, he's very fun. I love JoJo. He's very but, cute. Um, that's the thing with this company. How many trainees does this company have? It's like a rite of passage. If you want to debut in Halo Entertainment, you got to go on a produce season. You don't got to win. You just have, you to, just go have to go. And most because likely you're gonna. If it's in China, most likely you're gonna win. Yeah, I mean, even if it's a Korea, you're likely to not, maybe not win first place. JoJo didn't win first place, um, but What's, you're gonna win. You're gonna yeah, possibly like, get in Woods, the group. 
both won Korean, the Korean yeah. equivalent, and then like a bunch of people won and got first place in the Chinese. I did producers. not process that technically. Justin, Theo, Hyunsub, all of the all, Tempest, all four and of them all four together. of them were there. <laughs> yes, at the same time. Next and Tempest together on Produce One Hundred One. I didn't two. think about that. Honestly, and then it's like what? they definitely got split up by countries after that point because it's like we're gonna have the the Korean well, the, well, boy group and then you're gonna have Chinese boy group. So they got well. Split, here's the other thing: there together. was no there was no China produce, so they had to send Justin and Theo over. They did because that didn't exist yet until China had the time to plagiarize it. It's wild to me this this company because the th- the other thing is that i don't think that there are that many scandals this company sort of had to maneuver we it's usually like the, tend to the talk about quote-unquote scandal game entertainment has had was the splitting from wjsn, WJSN. which isn't really a scandal it and isn't half of that scandal involves starship entertainment to begin with exactly so it's like half of that also involves how starship entertainment handled everything yeah which is probably a negotiation that they probably did poorly with Yehua Entertainment. And I feel like also, at this these girls point, look happier. And at this point, it's probably easier for Starship to just run out the contract than to try to officially, like, just take try them to, out. like, yeah, take them out and terminate contracts. Because it's probably just better to leave it in the vague, like, gray area. It's it's wild to me because that's the biggest scandal that's, like, I've the seen about these groups. Scandal. And that's the only thing I can talk about. Yeah. And it's like. We usually tend to, like, judge a company by how they manage their scandal of their group. When you don't have scandals, I get, I, what do we do? Mm-hmm. How do we judge Yehua Entertainment? Because, honestly, I'll give it this. Every single person here is successful. Unknown about some of the newer, like I can't say that Tempest is going to be massively successful long term. Or but they're not also anything, they're, but with the I information I have. The Tempest is like also one of the best selling boy groups yes. who debuted this year still. So like yeah, they're still doing so, well. Like, I can't. I, I again, I'm not. A, I can't see into the future yeah. to judge the long term there. But like, it is one of the only companies where I'm like, they're all successful. Mm-hmm. I. A lot of them, like, massively successful, too. Massively successful. Like, a bunch of them. Then they all seem happy. Like, there are people that are still here. Like, fucking Han Gang has been here for, like, 12 years. And he's yeah. still there. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not staying oh. in a company for 12 years unless you're happy with your career unless there. Unless you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're also looking at it like... Unique is still there. The members of Unique are still there and getting promotion. There are still members, like the WJSN girls are, they were taken from WJSN where I feel like a bunch of them, other than Shang Zhao, who was being pushed. Yeah. The other two were not They were not given a pushed. lot of anything. Yeah. To no. Be there. And now they're fucking massive. Mm-hmm. Then you have Next, which they took a loss on Idol Producer to like fame and fortune in China. Yep. Like honestly, I I I have what are what are, there's got to be some negatives. But what it's like negatives? what are they? <laughs> what are they? where are they? Like they they also are not following I get I got to also give them credit other than maybe a little bit with Everglow. They're not following trends to mm-hmm. just make generic groups. Right. Yena's not definitely mate not following the trend. Right. And it's benefiting her. Tempest is doing male teen crush, a right. term that didn't exist we did, until we, exist we made it up. We created this year. Um, name is doing well. I don't know what the trends in China are. I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't know how. How do we judge? It's like, this? Not, yeah, because it's. It is what hard. Do do? Like it is hard because half, like, mo- like most of them are in half China, of this week, and like we don't really, yeah. we can't really say for what's happening there. But it's like. They have, but like we of the people we do know who are massively successful in China, it's like well, there's nothing bad to say there. So nope. It's like what do we do? Mm-hmm. Plus, the other thing is that even though we were talking about like members of Unique that are not as popular, other than Sung Jiwoo, who I don't know where he is. Yeah. Even um, uh, Zhu Young and Wen Han who are not as, they're not Wang Yibo or Woods, I see them on variety shows a lot of times. Like, there are constantly Yehua family, like, they keep them working. Yeah. 
honestly, good for them. Good for everybody. Like, everyone is working. Everyone's doing well. Everyone's making money. I can't say anything. How the fuck do we judge this? Because now we got to put them on the list. We have to give them a, so a we have, score. Yeah, for anyone for anyone's first episode, we have a running ranking of the current companies that we have already uh, judged. Yes. And would you like to remind the people? So this currently stands with FNC with a 9, Wollum with an 8, Starship with an 8, Fantasio with a 7, Jellyfish with a 5, and Cube with a 4. Alright, so here's the thing. I'm inclined if to there are... give them a 10. I'm inclined as well? Because it's like, because FNC is a 9, but they also, FNC Have has problems. had many scandals to deal with. Yale has had a no scandals. But that's the thing is, can I judge them by how they handle scandals if they when don't there were have none. scandals? Also, do we want, I mean, I'm looking at the list of Yehua Entertainment's people. I'm just looking at a list of groups. I'm looking at a, a like list of artists. I'm looking at a list of everything and like they have so much stuff. They have a bunch of the girls from for, the bunch of the girls planet, the Chinese girls planet care yeah. girls are Yehua trainees. Um a bunch of different like there's so much happening. And I I don't know. What do we do? I don't know. Do we give him a 10? Say a 10? Plus the fact that we haven't even, like, there are things on here that we didn't even talk about because they're only in China. I know. For. And it's like, oh. and I'm like trying to think, it's like the only thing I have to complain about is like, well, I think Everglow could be. Needs more comebacks. Could be better, but it's like, there's nothing like, uh, like other than it's like, they could, they could use more comebacks, but it's like, that's the only thing I really have to say. But then I'm like, am I but encouraging really them bad. to overwork Everglow? But I'm like, that's not even that bad. I'm like, give Everglow like one, like a couple more comebacks. Like that's not even really that big of Here's a Here's the question, Kayla. If we give them a 10, do we want to give a multinational corporation a 10 out of 10 in terms of... Yeah. Do we give them, like, a 9.5? Because there's always room for improvement? Sure, Are we those like, teachers? Because I also feel weird giving them a 10. A 10? like... I feel like I don't want to give anybody a 10 is the other I thing. I think a but 10 But definitely is better than FNC. FNC. A so I think... I think we got to give them... We've, we've now introduced half points. 9.5. 9.5, yeah, Juan Entertainment, number one. Because, mm -hmm. honestly, I have no complaints here mm -hmm. and i don't also just want to be nitpicky and find complaints right. because there are companies that have actually had various problems where i'm like honestly the fact that you got to give credit for the fact that this company has managed to find artists that have not caused problems mm -hmm. and also just done a good job at keeping them happy and we know from people like Hand Gang, he could have left. He left SM he, before. He left and started a lawsuit. If he was being mistreated, so I, mean, I think he would have he would have been gone years ago. Exactly. Honestly, nine point five Yehua Entertainment, the current Bravo. winner. Not what I was expecting when we end when we started this. No, that, that we would end up here, but you know, here it is with a nine. Honestly, I thinking about just the rest of the year. We're not getting a company like Yehua. We're, no, we're, if anything, it's, we're gonna, we're, it's, down, it's definitely downhill from here. And it's also downhill from a majority of the companies we've already talked about, too. So oh, Yes, absolutely. Like, you compare this to our episode on Cube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Oof. like, RBW will probably be in the mi in like middling. But yeah. I oh, so before thing we, we didn't mention, our next company is going to be RBW Entertainment. Yeah. RBW also a massive company that a lot of people don't realize that so uh because we are also talking about their acquisitions yeah as well they're not fully about their acquisitions not fully their but we will be mentioning get... that they have acquired several other K-pop companies yes it's exciting and then we get into big three and hybe after RBW so yep so yeah we'll go through all the big three we'll talk about hybe entertainment hybe entertainment will be in December. Hive Entertainment will be a three-hour episode, it's be considering too that much. Hive Entertainment or Hive Conglomerate is currently making more groups to add to that episode. Yeah, it's like we're getting a new group. Is gonna add two add more. Episodes. We'll have two more groups technically to add to the episode, whether or not and audition debuts or not is mm -hmm. thing, but we will have to talk about them. Yep. 
Yep, yep. It's wild. That's why we we have to push them off to like the last, the last month of minute. the year. So we wait for their like three ta- three to four groups they're debuting this year. So that's wild. But yes, uh, somehow we behave the multinational Chinese corporation a nine point five out of ten. I don't know how I feel about that. Yep, but that's where we're but at. Here we are. I mean, maybe K-pop companies just gotta suck less. Yeah, honestly, maybe it's K-pop maybe companies' this, fault. This is more maybe. so a reflection. It's like maybe K-pop companies can be better. Or maybe it's a reflection of maybe uh, it's probably better that we don't get translations of the sh- bad shit that that company does. Yeah, because it's like because also it's like nine point five with an asterisk because it's like we don't nine- know half of the shit that goes on in China. Yeah, it's a nine point five asterisk, kind of a fake win because all the bullshit that happens in China, I have no way of knowing about. I also feel like Yale has the pull to like cover up a lot of shit in China yeah, too. Absolutely, so it's also. Here. So, like, again, take this opinion with a grain of salt, but at least in terms of the From bullshit what we, that they're pulling what, what in Korea. What we currently know about Yeho Entertainment and what is publicly available in, from an international standpoint. A disclaimer, disclaimer, bad. disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah. Everything, 9.5 so out of 10. So many disclaimers on that, but, you know, this is what we have to go off of, so. <laughs> exactly. And also, um disclaimer at the beginning of the the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode about how like they're also managing a bunch more artists whether badly or well that we one do not follow two do not care about and three have no way of knowing that much about their careers because they're entirely in china yep yep but otherwise otherwise this was fun it was very fun i love yahoo entertainment i do too man that's the thing with Yahoo Entertainment is that they're a company that K- a lot of K-pop fans really like. Mm-hmm. You just don't realize you just that don't you don't know. Like. Yeah. Hopefully, it's been educational for some people. I, guess. I also that oh here's another negative. I feel like there can be more interaction between uh, Korean Co- artists, Korean Yehua artists. Yes, that's very because there's a lot of interaction between uh, Chinese Yehua artists and also the members of Unique. Yes. Specific, the Korean members of Unique also get that interaction in there, and they love Woods, and they uh so and they love all the members of Unique. Yes, when you get to Everglow, even though they, I do, they do, they do remember Everglow. They covered Everglow at the Yehua family concert. So Everglow was not Ever- there, right? But like they but know they that were, Everglow they were referenced. Exists. Yes. So honestly, that's more. But than I would I can like some about... like Everglow and like Yana like Woods Tempest interaction. I know. Like I would like that a little bit more. That would be so fun. Yeah, that could be so fun. So that has been our review of Yehu Entertainment. We are available on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes along with fun clip videos occasionally as well. Um, and we also have a Twitter account and an Instagram, which are linked in the description of every episode. And with yep. that, uh, we will see you next episode. Bye. Bye.